Hey y'all, I'm Casey Bell of the Google Teacher Tribe podcast, a proud member of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to right now. The opinions expressed are those of the individual hosts. Make sure you check out all the other great podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com and get ready because the learning begins in three, two, one. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Reimagined Schools podcast, a proud member of the Education Podcast Network. I'm your host, Greg Goins, and my special guest today is Sean Galliard, an elementary school principal from North Carolina. Sean's also the author of a new book, The Pepper Effect, Tap into the Magic of Creativity, Collaboration, and Innovation. As a proud, connected educator, Sean is also the founder of two popular education hashtags, with Celebrate Monday and Trend the Positive, so be sure to jump on Twitter and join the conversation. This was a great interview with an outstanding school leader, so turn up the volume and enjoy this episode of the Reimagined Schools podcast with Sean Galliard. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Reimagined Schools podcast. I'm your host, Greg Goins, and I'm so excited to welcome in my special guest from North Carolina, Sean Gaylord. How you doing, Sean? I'm fine, Greg. Good to, good to be here at last with you. Thanks so much for having me. Now, you are a principal in North Carolina, and uh, I know your school's doing great things. You were just uh, awarded principal of the year in your school district, and I know you're excited about that, and I know it's been a collaborative effort with everyone in your building. So uh, what kind of school year are you off to? Oh, it's been a great year. Thank you so much. Um, the, the, the principal of the year uh, is, is, a, is a true um, honor, and, and I'm grateful for, for that nod from uh, our school district. Uh, Lexington City Schools is the, is the district I serve. Um, but, but what was even sweeter, and, and I would even say better, is is the fact that our schoolhouse Lexington Middle School was recognized as school of the year by Lexington City Schools and and so when when you talk about a a kickoff to to a school year um you can't you can't beat it it's uh it's it, it's just so sweet so we've we we've we've had that uh it's great having kids in our schoolhouse again we've missed them all summer and, and welcoming our new students. We've got a few new uh, staff members I'm excited about, and uh, we've, uh, it, it's just been a really positive, uplifting opening. Uh, uh, a lot of teachers and, and folks on our uh, admin team have said that uh, this, is, uh, this is the best opening that they've, they've, they've had, so um, uh, it just keeps getting better and better. I use the words positive and uplifting, and I think that describes your work as a principal. I've been following you for a while on Twitter, like so many of us that are connected educators, and that's how we met, and we were able to communicate a little bit and get you on the show. And again, thanks for being here. But you had such great success with two hashtags I want to talk about, Celebrate Monday and Trend the Positive. And uh, I, I don't want to steal your thunder here, but to celebrate <laughs> Monday really resonates with me because we all know how difficult Monday morning can be. Absolutely. Um, 
I, anytime that I talk about celebrate Monday and, th- and thank you for the, 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 the follows and support there. Um, it, I, all roads go back to, to a guy that, uh, I know that you're, you're a fan of and, and I'm a fan of, and that's Todd Whitaker. And, and for anyone listening, and if you don't know who Todd Whitaker is, uh, although he is the, the Butch Cassidy to my Sundance kid, um, he, he is the author. Uh, he's a former teacher, uh, administrator. He is an edu- educator uh, professor, and he has written extensive books. And in some way, somewhere along the way, your, your, your listeners have either read What Great Teachers Do Differently or What Great Principles Do Differently. And, and, and the thing with Todd's work is, and it's a running theme throughout all of his books and in his keynotes and, and in his tweets, is it's relationships. And, uh, so, um, anytime a book of Todd's comes out, I take notice. Uh, a few years ago, uh, he co-wrote a, uh, a book with, uh, another education professor, Steve Grunert. And, uh, the book name of the book is uh, school culture rewired. And, uh, it was a rare snow day here in North Carolina. And, and, and I remember I was about page nine, 10 into the book and in bold print, um, it, it, it stated, you can, if you want to bust a culture, why not celebrate Mondays? And that just, it, it just resonated with me. It was, it was an epiphany. And I thought, wow. Uh, at that time I was in my first principalship, uh, in, in Winston-Salem, North Carolina at Wiley Magnet Middle School. And, and that is a, um, a title one school, a school that was going through transformation, uh, we were adopting a, a magnet theme, and, and uh, I was looking for an excuse to brand our school a little bit better. And I was also looking for an excuse to begin to embrace positivity in a visceral way in, in our schoolhouse. I mean, you, you go into Chick-fil-A, you go into Starbucks, and, and we are willing to go into those places, not necessarily because of the taste of the coffee or, or the taste of the sandwich, but it's about the experience that we feel. Uh, and I thought, well, well, schools, we need to do that, that same thing. It's called culture. So uh, Celebrate Monday started off as just a brief little experiment with, uh, with my staff on Twitter to get them more involved in Twitter, to share the positives of, of what we're doing, and, and to kick the week off in a, in, in a visceral, positive way using social media and, and, and also in, in, in face-to-face exchange with our kids and, and each other. Um, what, what I thought was going to be an experiment took off because I didn't really understand the wildfire of a Twitter PLN and, and, and that led, led down that path. And then trend the positive is, I mean, is, is, is kind of what you do the day after Monday and, and, and what you do Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, um, which, which is again to share and to shout out those positives that are happening within your, your schoolhouse or your district or, or in your, in your, in your college, college course. Um, and then, and then also, um, to, to, um, to reach out to others in, 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 in the Twitterverse. So, um, I, I believe that positivity is, is a, like, like music and laughter are, are divine universal languages that we, 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 we can speak in and you can find common ground in. 
And, you know, both of them are great hashtags. So you need to follow Celebrate Monday and Trend the Positive. And, you know, we both want folks out there to participate. You know, tell us all the great things that are happening in your school and share that out because we can't, we can't tell enough positive stories about what our teachers and students are doing on a day-to-day -day basis. So kudos to you, Sean, for putting that together. And, and we hope to have a lot more participation. Absolutely. Um, Thank you. You know, now we get to talk about the fun stuff. I'm a music lover. Yeah. You are a music lover. And there are a lot of great books out there. Dave Burgess uh, Publishing. I mean, they're just killing it, aren't they? They're rocking it with so many great mm -hmm. education books. And Absolutely. I've had a chance to talk with Dave a few times myself. Uh, but now you have The Pepper Effect. And the name of the book is The Pepper Effect, Tap into the Magic of Creativity, Collaboration, and Innovation. And this comes from not only your love for education, but your love for that very special band, maybe the greatest band of all time, the Beatles. Can you talk about that a little bit? Absolutely. And I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to talk about it in, in, in a, in a question. So you, you just opened up a, a Pandora's box. You just dropped a, a, a minor um, C4 plastic explosive. Uh, when you said the Beatles were, were the greatest band of all, of all time. So what, what for you, if, you know, if, if we're on the island, man, and, uh, and, and we're stranded, you and me, um, what, what, what Beatles album are you grabbing as the ship is sinking and we're getting into the life raft? Well, I think for the sake of argument, you got to grab Sergeant Pepper, right? I mean, that's what we're talking about. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so, well, you know, for, for the sake of full disclosure, Sean, I will tell you, I grew up in an Elvis home. My, oh, nice. My mother was a huge Elvis fan, and I, we even had an Elvis Presley bust in our living room as oh, I grew up God. as a child. So uh, there was never any competition between the Beatles and Elvis, but uh, it's just such a great period of time for music yeah. and a nation trying to kind of find itself. And, mm -hmm. and that's why I love this book, because it's just, it just makes me feel good. I smile every time I think about it. Thanks, man. Well, well, uh, maybe the next book needs to be the Elvis effect because, um, you know, now that you're there, I, I'm a huge Elvis fan as well. And my mother, um, w grew up, uh, listening to Elvis and that, that, uh, you, you know, that felt, you know, we watched the movies, Viva Las Vegas, Change of Habit, uh, Roust About, you name it. And, and the Beatles were, were big time influenced by, by Elvis as well. And, and I'll, and, and in a way, Sergeant Pepper, um, it was was in many ways kind of directly indirectly influenced by Elvis. I'll, I'll get to I'll I'll make a connection for you in in, in just a bit. But uh, but yeah, I, I am a, I'm an unabashed Beatles fan, and um, the, the the Pepper effect is 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 very much kind of like Celebrate Monday, my my love letter for the world, and um, and I'm very very uh, honored that uh, that you, you've enjoyed it, and and I'm very very honored and grateful that Dave Burgess uh, and, and his team were, were able to kind of pick up this crazy mashup between the Beatles and, and the schoolhouse. And um, I, I wrote the book um, primarily because uh, I, I wanted to, I, I, the, I'm a Beatles fan. I read everything. I devour it. And, and I was looking for a book that, that, um, was the equivalent of Donald Phillips's Lincoln on leadership. And I thought, 
wouldn't that be cool if there's like a Beatles on leadership book and oh well maybe maybe I could do that. So uh, that that's always been a dream dream of mine. Um, but uh, yeah, the Pepper Effect started celeb- as a, as a celebration, uh, a celebratory uh, blog series that I wrote uh, for the 50th anniversary of uh, of Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. That album that came out uh, in '67, and then that became a uh, that there was a corresponding um, radio uh, series. So I would write a blog post, and then there would be a radio uh, broadcast online. And and I was very fortunate. Uh, uh, to connect with uh, Nicole Michael of 910 Public Relations, and and she represents uh, and promotes uh, Beatle uh, authors, and she she um, saw something that I put on Twitter about the Beatles, and um, and then that led me to writing that series, and then being able to co-host that broadcast with um, Lena Stag, another great author of of uh, music, and and she does a lot of she does cookbooks based on classic rock. Uh, uh, musicians and, and albums. She's awesome. Um, so, so then that led to this idea of, of, uh, maybe taking the elements from that, that blog series and that radio series and expanding it into a book and, uh, hence, hence the pepper effect. Do you think this younger generation really understands the impact of the Elvis Presley, the Beatles, the, the great, bands and performers of the 60s um you know that's why i think it's so great you put something together like this because i know in your school kids are talking about the beatles and that's that's cool in itself so do you see that it's having that impact for this younger generation i i would say um i mean by by the the virtue alone of the fact that their records still sell in, in the tens and hundreds of millions. Uh, I, I would say in the virtue alone of, and I know we'll talk a little bit about Paul McCartney and carpool karaoke, you know, 150 million views. Um, I, I, I would say that, that the younger generation, they, they may not identify, um, you know, certain songs from Sgt. Pepper, the White Album or Abbey Road, but, but every kid goes through a yellow submarine phase. Um, you you have a great series on 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 Netflix that uh, animated series the Beat Bugs, which which is uh, you know the kind of the Beatles songs for today's generation kids. Um, I, so I I would say that they they may recognize Elvis and 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 the Beatles and those things as 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 relics of of another era, but every kid, every child, every every adolescent that gets into music, you know, and, and whether it is somebody like Khalid, Post Malone, Justin Bieber, Nicki Minaj, you know, they wrap themselves around these artists and these musicians as, as, as we, as we do, because we, we, we find this, this common thread. They, they it's an entry point it, it, to, to passion or a conversation or deeper understanding. So, um, yeah, yeah I, I, I mean, I'm biased. I don't think there's another equivalent of the Beatles or, or Elvis out there. And I don't think there ever will be. Mm-hmm. But, but man, kids dig Drake. Kids, kids dig Kanye. And, and uh, here we are showing our age. But, yeah. but, 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 but again, I, I think every generation has, has this kind of emblem that, that they embrace that either stirs up passion or, 
or stirs up a a um, a conversation or, or or something in our DNA. I don't know. Right. Right. And, and I do want to get your take on the carpool karaoke because that was just so cool. I've watched that. I don't know how many times. So uh, to be able to pull that off was, was incredible. But as a follow up to that question, what your thoughts were on that, what do you think the impact is of music in the schoolhouse in terms of creativity and motivation and just allowing kids the opportunity to create? Well, Again, I think any time that I walk into a classroom or, or schoolhouse where music is, um, first of all, it, it's an entry point. I use that, that, that phrase or, or those words a, a, a whole lot. I mean, that's why I asked you the question about, about what album you would pick, because it's an, it's an entry point to, to get to know you better. Music, that's what music does. Um, so I, I think the more that we fill our hallways, our classrooms with, with that, that positive rhythmic noise, the, the better that that will stir up, you know, something in, in right brain thinking or, or, or stir up a comfort or build, build culture. Uh, in, in our school, if you were to walk in on any given day, you're going to hear a morning drum circle and it's led by sixth, seventh and eighth grade students. And uh, our uh, art teacher, uh, she is a master uh, West African percussionist and uh, and, and, and students uh, have, have a sense of leadership that are involved with that, that, you know, people gather around. It's, it's just, it, it, it makes you feel better. But, but, but again, that, that it also ignites creativity, I think, and, and something in, in, in our brain to, um, to tap into that, that, uh, that creative marrow that we have. So I, I'm a firm proponent and I know some people would, would disagree with me, you know, schools have to be quiet and, 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 and what, and there, and, and, tr and trust me, there is a time and place for silence and, and a time and place for contemplation. And I don't want to alienate the mindfulness folks out there that are doing great works with, with silence in our kids and reflection. But, but I, I just think something about having a soundtrack in a schoolhouse is, is important to stir up and, and to ignite that creativity and, and also to give people a sense of comfort. And, and a sense of identification. And you know, one of the things that I, another thing I think is really cool about the book is, is you make this correlation between what the Beatles did with Sergeant Pepper and uh, taking risk and not being afraid of change. And, you know, a lot of us remember that are old enough to remember, you know, the Beatles, you know, the mop top and the Ed Sullivan show. Mm -hmm. And, and that was kind of my image of them. And then they pulled off this, crazy look and crazy sound on the new album and the only thing I can compare it to and I was just thinking about this the other day I don't know if you remember this but I think in the late 90s when Garth Brooks was at the very peak of his popularity yes. he, he did the Chris Gaines album he that changed was, his persona he yeah was, it was his alter ego and yeah. he didn't have the commercial success that he did as Garth Brooks but that's kind of a similar contrast there to what they did and it yes. had to be just a huge risk for them. Absolutely. I mean, and, and if you put it in the context of, you know, the mop tops and touring and, and, and having strings of number one songs for, for a band to, to stop touring and to walk away from a lucrative promotional machine in 1966 when that happened was, was huge. And, and then to not only walk away from that 
enterprise, but but also to to embrace the studio as 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 another instrument, as as a way to to push uh, the envelope on on musical expression and artistic expression, and and to cre- adopt this persona of this fictional band, and and really part of their game not only was to to innovate and and to and to um, to do to invent new sounds and to invent new musical expression, but also to send the album out on tour instead. They they there was a story around that time. Um, Elvis, getting back to him. Um, you know, he 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 sent his Cadillac on tour, and he didn't show up. He just sent his Cadillac all over all over the country, and people paid to 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 kind of glance in and look at it. And the Beatles thought, well, that you know, they they laughed at it, but then they thought, well, that's kind of a cool idea. He he didn't have to go out and and get yelled at and screamed and torn to shreds and and all those things. He sent his car out. So, um, the album was to go out on tour. So all of those things, that innovative risk taking, that 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 leap to me is is an inspiring move for for what we are called to do as as educators and it's hard man it's hard to walk away from that status quo and to walk you know walk away from from all of the the burdens that 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 are put upon us as educators and 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 that comfort zone um so i i see sergeant pepper as as a uh and I frame it in the book as as an example uh, for for teachers to to, um, to 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 step outside that comfort zone and and to create their own pepper effect and to and to adopt a or or to reinvent what they do in service and support of kids. And I also like the fact that you spend a lot of time talking about collaboration in the book. And if you think back to the band, the Beatles, um, you know they had to work together, but it wasn't always a smooth ride. I mean, uh, you know, there at the end, uh, there was some turmoil and animosity and guys didn't always get along. And Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, you can learn some lessons there as well. You have to be able to find a way to work together. Exactly. You know, and, and, and we talk about collaboration, you know, if you think back to good gosh, going on 20 years ago, 21st century skills, right? When that came out, this whole notion of we, we've got to have a collaborative environment. We must collaborate. We must have our kids and, work in cooperative learning groups and all those things are important. I'm not, I'm not dissing that, but we have to model that as, as educators. And, and, uh, and, and, and so often, um, you know, there is this uh, temptation for teachers and principals to close the door and, and, uh, and I'm going to do my own thing and, and get through. And I, I, I find that, that that's not, that's not the way to go that we do have to collaborate as educators, whether it's through Twitter, whether it's through podcasts, whether, whether it's through um, your neighbor across the hall to, who's looking for a band to join. Um, you know, that, that collaborative piece is so key. And the Beatles, the Beatles did that, you know, in, in, in Sergeant Pepper, that it wasn't just one person's album. I mean, everyone, all four of those individuals and their producer, George Martin and their engineer, Jeff Emmerich and, and others, we're all collaborative parts to, to build this masterpiece. Well, Sean, congrats on the book again. It's great. The name of the book is the pepper effect tap into the magic of creativity, collaboration and innovation. And you've been kind of teasing us on your Twitter feed a little bit about what's next, uh, the next project. Can you talk about what you've got on uh, what on tap for the future? Well, I, I have a couple of ideas for, for two books. Um, 
One, one is, is an educated uh, related book and, and one is a Beatles related book. And, um, and my next blog series that I'm going to work on will, will, will kind of tease one of those ideas out. So if you check out my, my blog post, uh, principallinernotes.wordpress.com, uh, uh, in the next few weeks, you'll kind of see where, where my head, head is. And, uh, and, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll go from there. Um, I'm, I'm also, um, I'm probably, uh, you know, with the book, uh, that that's led down to the, the path to some, some speaking engagements and, and, uh, looking forward to, to dipping my toe at that. But, but most importantly, um, I, I'm enjoying a new school year in, in, in Lexington and, and serving and supporting our kids and teachers. So I've, I've got, I've got my own Beatles, so to speak. <laughs> and, you know, I just got an email blast, I think this week, that, you know, Paul McCartney is, is touring still, and he's coming to Rupp Arena in Lexington, Kentucky. That would be my Lexington, oh. not yours. I'm only about 12 <laughs> miles from Lexington, and he's going to be here uh, on June 1st. And I, as I was looking at those dates, I found the date before that, he's going to be in Raleigh, North Carolina, which is about 100 miles from you. Uh, yes, I, I plan tickets go on sale, uh, um, tomorrow. So, so for those of you who are listening to this later, I, they're probably sold out and, uh, but no, I, I, I intend on seeing Sir Paul. This will be my seventh time seeing him in, in, in concert. So, uh, and maybe, maybe, I don't know if he'll do it for me, Greg, but, but maybe when he gets out to Kentucky, he's going to have you get in the car and you're going to do carpool karaoke. Yeah, that would be wonderful. I, I mean, I was hoping that maybe he would sign the pepper effect for you when you see him in Raleigh. I, you know, I, only if I, if I can only dream. I mean, and, and I write about it in in the book. I'll tease that. So for, I, I, did, I did have a close encounter with with Paul McCartney, so I might get lucky again, and and I'll definitely have a copy of the book with me when when I see him in Raleigh. He may well, sign. That's a great segue. I normally don't do this, but I want to take a little time to share a little. Um, uh, not really a story, just a, a little bit about my background and my connection to George Harrison. And oh, you nice. probably know this, but there's been a lot of debate out there uh, about when uh, the Beatles were played for the first time on American radio. And I worked as a superintendent for 15 years in Southern Illinois. And Southern Illinois is what well, at one time was the coal mine capital of the Midwest. And George Harrison's father was a coal miner. And so they moved to Benton, Illinois, which That's was right. about 10 miles from where I worked as a superintendent. Yeah. His sister, George's sister, Louise, yes. lived in Benton for many years. And the, the way I read it from the research I've read, it was played for the very first time in West Frankfort, Illinois, just up the road from Benton. And Benton is the home of the actor John Malkovich, by the way. That's their claim to fame. Oh, man. In 1963, June of 1963, uh, please, please me was played in Southern Illinois for the first time. Wow. There's actually a built a commemorative uh, mural off the interstate there in Benton of George Harrison. And so if you're ever in Southern Illinois, drive by there and get a photo. I plan on it. And uh, I, I knew, I knew that he had, you know, his sister had moved out and like before he came to, to, uh, and there's a book I should know. We should both know the title of this book, but there is a book about that visit and and uh, there's some pictures in there so you, you you may see some relatives or 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 what have you but but if i if i find find out the title i'll i'll i'll, I'll shoot it to you but um 
but that is that is so in, 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 incredibly cool. Talk about six degrees of a celebration. So uh, and 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 separation. So um, that is that is amazing, man. You you who knows? I mean, you you could have. I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe you guys are cousins. I don't know. <laughs> Well, I want to give you a closing thought before we wrap up. As you know, we have a lot of principals, superintendents listening to the podcast, educators in general, as they think about this new school year, think about incorporating some of the ideas from the Pepper Effect. What's, you know, what are a couple tidbits you can give them in terms of advice to have not only celebrate Monday, but celebrate the entire school year? Exactly. So, um, the whole thing about the pepper effect that I, that, that I want people to take away, take, take away with is yes, the Beatles made this great masterpiece of an album, but so can we as, as educators. And, and yes, we, we talk about the different approaches, constructivism, Deweyism, Bloom's taxonomy, but, but how, how often do we approach our work as educators as, as that we are painting or creating or writing or composing a masterpiece, and 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 so I, I I would encourage listeners here to to frame something in in a way whether it's a large project, large district initiative, whatever it may be, as as a you're, you're creating a masterpiece. And I think if you shift it from that to like this is something we've got to do, or this is a compliance thing, man, we're creating a masterpiece. Um, it, it, it's inspiring. It, it, it may even deepen um, the, the direction that you're going to go. And it may also include, include others' gifts and talents. So I, my, my thing is uh, put, put on the masterpiece lens and, and see what happens. Well, have a great school year, Sean, and best wishes on the book. I know everyone's going to love it. And uh, as we wrap up this episode, I just want to thank you again for your time. I want to thank all of our loyal listeners that are listening to the Reimagined Schools podcast. And as always, folks, do what you can in your school and community to do what's best for kids.